Hello, and welcome to the Mid-Ohio Valley Public Forum video podcast, where we feature issues of interest to the residents of the Mid-Ohio Valley and hopefully beyond. The coronavirus pandemic changed our lives quite a bit. And the pandemic was the impetus for the start of the MOV Public Forum. Unfortunately, the pandemic is still with us. So here we are again, bringing you our socially distanced interviews with people um, of interest and issues of interest to folks here in the Mid-Ohio Valley. Great, let's get our guest. Today we're going to be talking with Robin Tennant, uh, who works with the Humane Society of Parkersburg. She's a long-term volunteer and a foster with the Humane Society. Thank you for joining us, Robin. Thank you for asking. <laughs> now, Robin, I'm sure you probably know this already, but October is Adopt a Shelter Dog Month. So we're hoping that uh, maybe we can help you get some homes for these wonderful animals that you take care of. That would be wonderful. We certainly have a full house right now. Well, we've heard that and, and that animal rescues and humane societies all over the U.S. have felt the effects of the pandemic in various ways. Um, how would you say that the pandemic has affected the Humane Society here in Parkersburg? Um, well, in the beginning, it was rather wonderful because people were staying home and they were getting a little lonely work, you know, even if they were working at home, they were getting a little lonely. And so a lot of people adopted during that time and it was wonderful. Um, we never had a full house. Um, you know, we had, we had, enough, a small enough a number of, that was manageable. And now, all of a sudden, we are being flooded with owner surrenders and many, many stray animals. And so now we're overflowing with dogs and cats. So... I know that you all provide a lot of different services. You don't just take in strays. Tell me a little bit about what the Humane Society of Parkersburg, what services you all provide. Um, well, of course, other than caring for the animals in our care, um, we have a food pantry for people that maybe um, don't have enough money at the end of the month to feed their animals. They can come into the shelter um, that food is all donated. We also offer cremation services, which people may or may not know about, um, both private and uh, uh, private, meaning if, if you want to have your dog cremated by itself so that you can have the ashes back, they will do that, um, mm -hmm. as well as public, say um, someone finds a cat that was hit on the road you can take it to the Humane Society and they will um, cremate it along with maybe a few other dogs and cats. Um, that service is free. They do charge a fee uh, for a private cremation. Um, we also have the spot clinic, which um, 
We offer low-cost spay and neuter as well as um, immunizations. We haven't had a vet for a couple years, so we've really had to limit the services we can provide there. But um, we do have a vet that comes in periodically, <clears throat> excuse me, periodically, and they will, um, they will spay our animals because in the state of West Virginia, all animals that leave a shelter must be spayed or neutered. But they will also try to fit in as many community animals as they can. Um, we all, uh, the spot clinic also has a vet that uh, I think it's a local vet here that comes in a couple days a week in the afternoon, and they will do um, say you can't get into your regular vet for two months. Well, they might be able to provide um, immunizations for the dog, or if the dog all of a sudden um, they're scratching at their ear and you can tell their ears bother them, they could come in and see the vet. Um, I believe it's a $25 office visit. And then, of course, whatever service has to be provided to care for the animal. Um, trying to think of other things we do. <laughs> Seems like we do so many things. Um, Sounds like it for sure. <laughs> now, do you all round up stray animals or you just take ones that people bring in to you? Um, normally, we just take ones that bring that are brought to us. Um, we do have a humane officer. He does take calls. So um, if uh, a person sees an animal being mistreated, um, that's another another incident that we've had a lot of is uh, pets being abandoned. People move out of their house and leave their pets. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the conditions are horrendous. Mm -hmm. So our humane officer will go in and take those animals. And of course, we will get them medical care and get them treated. And if they're underweight, we'll, uh, we'll feed them and get them fattened up and ready for adoption. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I think we've touched on a lot of the services and opportunities that uh, the Humane Society provides. Um, is there anyone in particular that you personally just really enjoy helping with? Anyone um, thing that I like helping with? Um, well, anything to do with the animals, basically. <laughs> um, well, of course, I love walking dogs. I walk dogs literally every night um I'll take a dog off a dog off a day off now and then but uh most I'm down there most nights every every day we walk 365 days a year every evening um and we also as volunteers um one day a week one day one day a year um the staff is able to take off and that's Christmas day and during that day, um, a lot of us volunteers get together and we provide all the care for the animals. We clean the shelter, take the animals for a walk and everything else they need. Um, probably something that I enjoy doing is working with the really scared and timid animals. Um, sometimes they will come in and they're visibly shaken they don't want anyone to touch them. 
Um, and they kind of uh, tease me down there uh, because I sing to them. Not because I'm a good singer, but because I think a, a calming sound in repetition really seems to help relax them a little bit. Well, that's interesting. I hadn't heard that before, but um, I'll well, have to try that. <laughs> I, I never heard it before either. I just did it one night and saw the effect and then I did it again and again, and it just really seemed to help. So that's what I do. I sing to the animals. <laughs> and I sing a particular song too. What one is One that's it? very repetitive. <laughs> it's not the wheels on the bus go round and round? No, no. <laughs> what um, is it? It's an old song. Um, I think it's called Hey, Hey, Goodbye. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. I can't sing, but anyway, you get the, you get the picture. Um, and I just sing it over and over again. Well, that is really neat. Um, what are your the shelter's greatest needs right now, and how can people help? Um, we are so blessed in this area with our community. They, anytime we need anything, people step step up. Um, we always need food, always need food, especially now that we have so many animals. Um, there's a wish list, um, on our website at hsop.org. So you can get down that wish list and we feed a particular type of food to both the cats and the dogs. Um, because we found when you mix the food up, sometimes it upsets their tummy and they mm -hmm. get diarrhea. So, um, but we also take other brands of food as well. And that's what we use for our community to give out to our community. Um, money donations, especially toward our special needs fund. Um, that's a fund set up. Um, we keep money in there, try to keep money in there um, for when animals get very sick, like with Parvo, treatment mm -hmm. for, for Parvo is very expensive or when a dog gets hit by a car and maybe has mm -hmm. a broken leg and needs surgery, those sorts of things. Um, so of course, money is always a good thing, but basically just anything to care for the animals, food, mm -hmm. um, blankets is another one. Um, the cats, um, they use a lot of blankets for the cats mm -hmm. and um, since uh, should be pretty soon now, Walmart should be having a sale on these little blankets and they're $2.50 they're just little fleece blankets but we use a lot of fleece blankets um, for the cats and also for the small dogs um, and right now we have a full house on small dogs too so we could really use some more blankets <laughs> and like I said there's a wish list um, simple things like bleach or clean, cleansing wipes towels um, <laughs> laundry detergent, dishwashing liquid. There's a whole list on there, but it's hsop.org. Okay. Oh, and I thought of one other thing too, and this won't cost any money. Um, if you shop on Amazon or on Kroger's and I think on Chewy.com as well, you can actually sign up for a partner program. And those organizations, if you are signed up and you designate Humane Society of Parkersburg, they will donate a certain portion of your purchase 
and um, they send it back to the shelters once every three months, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know that about Chewy. I use Chewy myself. They're, um, they've been a great company to work with. A great they customer are a service. wonderful company. Yeah. And uh, well, that's an, you can you can even uh, order uh, food and have it delivered right to the shelter. Yeah, I know they I got an order incorrect that had incorrect um, stuff in it. And I contacted them and they said, just take it down to your local shelter and we'll, you know, we'll resend the correct um, uh, items and at you know, no charge, of course. And I, that was I thought that was so great. They didn't expect me to send it back to them. They just said, go donate it to your local shelter, which I thought was fantastic. Yes, that's what they usually tell people. No matter what the mistake is, if it doesn't fit or it's the wrong thing, they'll say, don't worry about sending it back. Just donate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, what would you say is the best way for people to get information on the pets who need a home through the Humane Society in Parkersburg? Or, and, and can you tell us a little bit about the process? Um, we keep a... We keep a um, list with pictures on our website. Um, you, cl- you go to our website, click adopt, and you can look at dogs or cats. Um, you can also come down to the shelter. We are open to the public now. Um, hours are 1030 to five weekdays and Saturday is 1030 to four. They can always come down and look at the animals because they do change rapidly. Um, we also have kittens in foster. Uh, normally, we, those pictures are not posted um, until the cat is close to being ready um, for adoption, that maybe they're scheduled to be spayed or neutered next week and they've had all their vaccines. Um, I had a thought and it went out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> that happens oh. to me. Oh, and also we have a Facebook page and a lot of times we will post information on there. Um, Fosters, especially when um, their foster kitties are getting ready to go, we'll post pictures. Um, And uh, we volunteers often post pictures. If we have a favorite dog that we think really needs to get out of the shelter for whatever reason, they're getting stressed and um, they don't like their kennel and those sorts of things. We'll post animals there. And, and so the process for adoption, um, I'm sure there's like a fee or, you know, some paperwork that you have to do. Um, um, yes, there is an application process um, in order to meet a dog, a specific dog. Um, you have to have a, a approved application. That, that application is online as well as we do have paper copies in the shelter as well. Say for instance, um, you came down to the shelter because you were interested in adopting a dog and you walked through and you saw a dog that you just fell in love with. You can fill out an application right there. And um, once you're approved, um, they'll call you up and say, you can come and get your dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have to look it up. I'm not sure. I think the the normal adoption fee for a dog is 150 and for a cat is 40. But I may be wrong, but that information is on the website. And that includes this bay or neuter and, and that includes all vaccinations, worming, and spay and neuter, which um, is a bargain 
because mm-hmm. most people will tell you it costs a lot of money to spay or neuter a dog, especially mm-hmm. a large dog. <laughs> well, Robin, I want to thank you for taking the time to come and talk to us today. I adopted a cat through the Humane Society. Oh, it's been nearly 20 years ago. And I currently have a rescued dog and cat that I rescued off the street. And Rufus and Elby are nothing but a joy to our family. So I hope uh, that other families will be able to adopt some of the animals from your shelter and, and experience the same joy. Oh, yes, I hope so, too. That's always our goal is to get them healthy and get them ready to be adopted. We have two dogs here as well who bring us uh, a lot of happiness. Uh, We have a three-year-old Springer named Pete and our adopted doodle mix, Berg, who has his own fame and social media accounts because he (laughs) is a visitor, a pet visitation dog for the local hospital. And so he brings a lot of joy, not just to our own family, but to the staff and patients prior to the pandemic um, at at Camden Hospital. Um, So if you want to expand your family with a new fur baby, the Humane Society of Parkersburg would be happy to help you out. Uh, They're located at 530 29th Street here in Parkersburg. And you can reach out to them on Facebook by phone at 304-422-5541 or by email. You can reach out to adoptions at hsop.org. Or if you are interested in finding out how to be an awesome volunteer like Robin, uh, you can reach out to Lori Jane SOP. That's L O R I Jane at HSOP at gmail.com. And she's the volunteer coordinator. Um, so if you need that fur baby in your life, go check out uh, Humane Society of Parkersburg.org. We brought Robin back because she thought of a couple other things that she thought that you might want to know about. Go ahead, Robin. Um, Well, one thing I thought about was um, if you lose a pet, the first place you should look other than your own neighborhood is to call the shelter and file a lost dog report. That way, if someone has picked up your animal out of the street, um, that uh, will be able to get you all reunited. The other thing I remembered was we offer a wonderful um, service for kids in the summer. Obviously, the past two years, we haven't been able to do it due to the pandemic, but we have a kids camp and it's for kids eight to 12 and they come in and they actually work on a team with a counselor with two counselors and they learn all about how to care for their dog. from cleaning up after their dog, to feeding their dog, to walking their dog, to um, teaching their dog new tricks. And it's a wonderful camp. The kids really seem to enjoy it. And they get a lot of good education as far as um, how to introduce yourself to a dog, um, Mm -hmm. how to touch a dog, how not to touch a dog. and what to do if they find a lost dog. So I wanted to be sure and mention that. 
Those are pretty important uh, skills. I know that my youngest is an absolute avid dog lover, and <laughs> it has taken years to reinforce with her that she needs to ask permission before she approaches a dog um, from the owner. And, and just how to you know, really approach with caution in case the dog is nervous and, and other issues. So thanks for coming back and, and letting us know that. I'm, I'm so excited and I hope that this coming summer, uh, the Humane Society is able to do those camps again, because I'm sure that um, the animals and, the, and the, the kids who are able to participate really enjoy it. Thanks so yes. much. Thank you. Thank you, Robin.